everybody, this is Dr. Sam Byrne, and I'd like to welcome you to another edition of 2020 iTalk. Thanks for joining me today. We have a very interesting show, and uh, I think I'll just jump in by talking about a patient of mine who uh, I saw the other day. This is a little boy, and he's about eight years old, and he uh, is having difficulty reading in school. And he was referred by his occupational therapist. And uh, she felt that there were some vision issues going on. She wasn't exactly sure what was happening, but she was certainly uh, curious. And so both parents uh, came to the evaluation. And my evaluations are much more than just an eye exam. I call them developmental vision evaluations, and they can last anywhere between an hour and two hours. I remember being at the Gazelle Institute and one of the uh, instructors there when I was learning how to evaluate children with developmental delays said that, uh, you know, when you evaluate a child's vision, uh, you have to look more at, look at more than just the eyeball data, the eyeball readings, you know, from an eye exam. And another saying there was that a vision problem was more than in the eyeball. So, you know, I, I evaluate the whole child, the history that we send out. It's a developmental history, and we're looking at things like the prenatal uh, experience, gestation. We look at what the birth was like, uh, what the first few years of life were like in terms of medical health, and uh, also sensory motor development. There are many, many uh, factors involved, and I, I sometimes feel like a detective in trying to solve especially a child's learning and reading problem because there's so many variables involved. But this little boy definitely was having a problem tracking his eyes because when he was reading, he was skipping words, losing his place. And he was at the stage in school where instead of learning to read, he was now reading to learn. So it was creating a lot of pressure not only on him but his parents and even his teacher so they were curious to know, well, you know, what's really going on with this child because he's really smart. You know, he tests really well in terms of his, his IQ, but he, he's not able to read. He doesn't like reading, and when he tries to read, he gets fatigued pretty quickly. So in the evaluation very early on in the, um, in the exam, I had him follow a target uh, slowly, and he was, I was watching his eyes track and there was a lot of erratic movement going on in his tracking. And then he said, Dr. Byrne, I'm actually seeing two of these little objects that you have in front of me. And I said, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, how often do you see double? And he says, well, you know, all the time. I think it's normal, isn't it? And so I turned to his father, uh, who's a uh, scientist, and I said, have you ever heard him share double vision? And his jaw dropped. He said, no. He said, I never knew that my son saw a double. And I said, well, he's not able to use both of his eyes together. And so he's either creating a double vision image. And I actually have these pair of glasses that I make up that simulate double vision. And I, I had him put them on. I had the father put them on. And I said, okay, now I want you to read this text for me. And you're not allowed to take those glasses off. So he puts on the glasses that are double creates a double on the print, 
And he goes, oh my goodness, my brain is starting to hurt. I'm feeling stress. I'm losing, uh, I can't breathe very well. My chest is tightening. I said, no, you have to stay with that. That's exactly what your son is going through every day when he's in school and he's asked to read. And of course, um, his mother uh, said, yeah, this makes perfect sense. I totally understand. So he's going to be, uh, he's going to be coming in for some some eye therapy, and, and we're going to fix this situation. And I know his reading is just going to be uh, off the charts, great in a few months, if not before. So my show today is we're going to talk about double vision, or the kind of the medical term is called diplopia. And double vision results when both of our eyes are not able to aim in the same place, either at distance or up close. And so what happens is that the, the, because the eyes see double, it can create actually a total separate two pictures or there can be some overlap. But the double vision is very disconcerting because then at that point, which eye do you believe? And it's eventually the brain says, oh, I've got to suppress one of the eyes to avoid double so that I can make some sense of things. But then when that happens, wow you're basically just using one eye uh, to do your focusing. And it's certainly not a way to read, learning, learning to read. And it's one of the reasons why kids avoid reading because um, there's this, this difficulty in eye coordination. And, you know, there are many reasons why they're double vision. And I'm gonna go into a list of what could cause double vision. And then I'm gonna go into some treatments uh, of double vision. So, you know, let's, let's jump into that. So if you do suffer double vision, now this is not only for kids, but you could ask your child, do you ever see double if they're having difficulty reading? But this is also for adults as well. So some of the reasons why we might start developing double vision could be um, we've had some kind of a stroke. Uh, maybe it's a TIA. It could be a, something like that. Uh, traumatic brain injury, head injury. Uh, it also could be a brain tumor or swelling of the brain, so an inflammatory response in the brain. It could also be due to an aneurysm. So all of these conditions, um, you know, certainly a, a good eye doctor could uh, diagnose these. And if not, then there's always a, a neurologist that uh, could, could go deeper in terms of uh, diagnosis. So those are some of the neurological reasons. There are also eyeball reasons, like for example, the cornea, which is the front window of the eye. Uh, if there's a condition that you develop called keratoconus, which means that there's a cone shape in the cornea, the front surface, the window, or other corneal dy dystrophies, where there's a deterioration in that clear window uh, structure, this creates ghost images and possible double double vision. So you want to check out to see that your cornea is intact. Now I've had patients that have developed uh, double vision from dry eye syndrome. So it's a very severe dry eye syndrome, but it actually creates ghost images because the tears are not covering the cornea properly due to insufficient tear production. And this can lead to, uh, again, an irregularity in, um, in our focusing. So 
this is another thing to check off the, uh, the list. Now, if you've had eye surgery, you have more of a chance of double vision. If you've had LASIK surgery, that's the refractive surgery that improves your eyesight. Some people will develop double or ghost imaging after, after surgery. Um, usually this problem will clear up within a few weeks or months. Sometimes you need to use eye drops. Uh, and again, I recommend oxygenating eye drops, homeopathic eye drops, MSM or other homeopathic. I don't recommend steroid eye drops because of the secondary uh, side effects of cataract formation or glaucoma. Uh, but certainly, you may get it in um, other types of surgery, like cataract surgery. Sometimes people will develop ghost images. And of course, let me just say this at the top, you do not want to correct one eye for distance and one eye for near. That's called monovision. That's going to put you into a double vision scenario, either in refractive surgery or cataract surgery. So you want to correct both eyes for distance. Uh, and that way you will reduce the, the effects of the possible double that could occur. Now, another reason why you could develop double vision is because the eye muscles, we have six eye muscles that attach to the eyeball, that there is an imbalance in the innervation of those uh, muscles, which creates a, a nerve palsy situation. So um, uh, the nerves are not firing. We have cranial nerves that innervate the eye muscles and if there's a problem either in the nerve muscle communication or just in terms of the nerve itself, it can cause a weakness in the eye muscle and this is called a, a palsy. Some of the reasons why we might develop nerve palsies could be diabetes, head injury, tumor, MS, um, meningitis, high blood pressure, again, uh, circulation problems like aneurysms. Uh, sometimes the cranial nerve palsies will go away without treatment, but um, sometimes um, you need additional uh, help in terms of clearing up the double vision. Now some people will report, like if they look at the moon, that they don't exactly see double, but they see maybe ghost images. And sometimes this can be due to astigmatism in the eye. You know, that's where the eye is twisted and it creates a certain uh, irregular blur. Or it may be that the current prescriptions you're wearing uh, are not correcting you properly. So those could be other reasons why uh, double vision or ghost images occur. Even uh, pharmaceutical drugs have been known to uh, induce double vision. Anti antibiotics, uh, I've had many cases where people that have been taking long-term antibiotics uh, this can trigger a double vision or ghost image situation. And then finally, the condition called strabismus, which means that the eyes are crossed inward or outward, or there's a vertical deviation in how the eyes are aiming. And this is probably one of the most common reasons for double vision. And what happens in strabismus is that the brain usually adapts by shutting down or ignoring the information in one eye and it creates suppression. So one approach in reducing strabismus, and this is only a temporary solution, is by cutting a muscle in the eye, the eye muscle that straightens the eye. But this is only a cosmetic cure. It is not a functional cure. 
I do not recommend strabismus surgery. Um, basically what you need at that point is a form of vision therapy, which is a physical therapy for the eyes, because it's basically the brain is the traffic director that helps teach the eyes to aim together. And there's a linking up in the brain, which then is, is communicated to the eyes to work together. I would also say that in strabismus, there's also a lack of body integration, especially with kids with, say, developmental delays. And uh, I think that the physical therapy, vision therapy, is far more lasting and effective than strabismus surgery. So uh, I think that you know, if your child is suffering double vision, uh, first of all, a lot of times it's intermittent, so there isn't a constant uh, double vision. And even if there is a constant double vision, uh, I would say that um, seek out a form of vision therapy uh, to work with and not do the eye surgery. I, don't also, I also don't recommend uh, atropine eye drops. Sometimes those are used as a way to paralyze the eye muscles. Uh, again, it's a symptom approach. And the other thing is, is that, and this is a very interesting way to test the eyes, is that eye doctors use uh, eye drops that paralyze the focusing muscles, and then they prescribe the maximum prescription to try to force the eyes to be straight. This doesn't work, and I, I don't recommend that approach. And in fact, you know, when, when parents bring their kids to see me and they've got these really thick glasses that were prescribed based on the eye drop, uh, prescribing the eye drops and prescribing the maximum prescription, I, I always am able to change the prescription to a minimal prescription, and then we do our integration work uh, through our vision therapy, bilateral integration, better balancing, better uh, fine motor integration, and the brain learns, there's a plasticity in the brain that learns how to use both eyes together, and you don't need these strong glasses. All they're gonna do is weaken the eyes and, and make it harder for the child to develop their visual system because they're looking through these blurry lenses, lenses that were prescribed when the eye muscles were in a paralyzed state. It makes no sense to me. It doesn't work. And um, if you are a parent who is involved in this kind of situation, seek out a more holistic eye doctor and at least get a second opinion. And then you can go from there. But double vision, it's a very common situation, not only with children, but also with adults. And um, there are many different ways to help uh, reduce that double vision and re-engage both eyes together. Um, there are two other approaches that I'll recommend. One is called using special yoked prisms, yoked like an egg. And again, not all prisms are created equal, most eye doctors that are prescribing prisms, uh, it's a crutch and it actually weakens the eyes more and the double vision comes back. But the prisms that I'm speaking about are, are the prisms uh, that uh, I started to use when I was working in the hospitals in the brain injury uh, clinic. And these particular prisms actually encourage better peripheral vision, better in co visual coordination, and they open your vision up. They open your brain up. They open your body up. 
and they can be used as a technique in conjunction with some of the physical therapy uh, exercises for the eyes and they're a great support system and it doesn't make you dependent on them and your eyes will actually get better using these special yoked prisms and not every every doctor or optician knows about it so you can do a little research on that the other thing that works pretty well with uh, double vision is using color therapy on the eyes so when a person is looking at different colors and there are different home color therapy units that I use uh, and basically what color therapy does is it activates or it stimulates a part of the retina cells, the photoreceptors in the retina, that have been desensitized due to stress, trauma, or toxicity. So this narrows our visual field, our peripheral vision, and this can also induce more double vision. So if you start using color therapy, and again, you need to go to a holistic eye doctor who knows about color therapy, and he can prescribe the he or she can prescribe the proper colors. Actually, what this will do is this will resensitize the parts of the retina cells that have been shut down. And as the peripheral vision opens up and there's more vision for a person to engage in, this can reduce the double vision uh, pretty quickly. So I'm here to say that double vision, uh, you don't have to live with it. I don't recommend surgery. Uh, you want to make sure to rule out any neurological problems um, in the brain any um, you know, eye muscle weakness due to nerve damage. And then you can start embarking on an, an eye therapy program to re-educate your eyes and your brain and your body to work together. And I know it because I've been doing this 35 years and it's so effective. It changes people's lives. It's amazing uh, how potent um, this work is. So that's our show for today. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. I hope this has been helpful. If you've got any questions, feel free to contact me through my website, drsamburn.com, my Facebook page, Dr. Sam Burn, Instagram, uh, other podcasts, and just my blogs. So, so good for you to be part of our community. And until again, see you later. You're listening to a podcast with Dr. Sam Byrne. To learn more about his seminars and workshops, visit his website, www.drsambyrne.com. The Byrne Method is a trademarked signature of Dr. Sam Byrne for his workshops, seminars, books, and DVDs. The information presented in this podcast is in no way intended as a substitute for receiving professional medical care. The design and purpose for this podcast is to provide information for educational purposes only. Dr. Byrne and his guests have no liability or responsibility to any person or entity for loss, damage, injury caused, or allegedly caused through the information, exercises, suggestions, explorations, or written responses presented in this podcast. Dr. Byrne is not a medical authority and his guests are not qualified to diagnose or treat any disease or health problem. This podcast is not a substitute for medical care. Dr. Byrne's information is only his personal opinion. If you have any health problem, please seek medical care for whatever condition you may have.